you're listening to a production of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. As most of you are probably aware, the world is in kind of a chaotic state right now, and especially the United States, um, because of the brutal murdering of George Floyd. So um, in solidarity with Black Lives Matter and in the hope for justice for George Floyd. Black Lives Matter. 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 We all stand together. Too Young for This Trek, The Final Frontier. These are the voyages of MC, Troy, and Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Rejoice ye one and all, as the dragon has returned, the season two of the Tarviran podcast. Please join Rich Arbara, Rob Alfor, Bill Coulfrain, as they take on the epic fantasy series of the Wheel of Time. This season is dedicated to the Great Hunt, so join us as we go on a mystical adventure following the travels of the Great Horn of Valair in this season of the Tarvira Podcast. Hello Beyond the listeners and welcome to a, uh, a slightly delayed episode <laughs> of the Tarvira Podcast. <laughs> yes, how's it going everyone? Yeah, sorry about the delay, uh, unfortunately. With the whole pandemic and uh, just general work it's been very difficult to uh, arrange some times between us and uh, poor old rich i made him get out of bed twice very early and had to cancel it on him in the last minute because there were some emergency things going on at my work so yes sorry, so i was awake i was awake yeah he was there <laughs> but i was I, there I, I had to literally just like a couple of minutes before I, I got an email saying like oh my god this is broken it's like oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, yeah i've got to do this uh, I, you know Got to pay the bills. Got to pay the bills. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, I'm Bill. Hello, I'm I'm your uh, your one side of the Atlantic, uh, rather good looking host. Uh, Robert. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob's from somewhere. <laughs> Rob's from somewhere on the other side of the Atlantic. Uh, and like, go ahead. Oh, you could you could finish your little spiel. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm I'm slight, I'm slightly less good looking than Bill. He he he's our he's our face of the uh, franchise. <laughs> oh, and uh, I am Rich, the Rich sultry the- voice of yeah. of the show. Yeah, Rich is our porn, porn voice for the show. Oh, God. <laughs> I am Paul Rudd. <laughs> Chicken, where, where? Oh, we think we set a record for, for Paul Rudd reference. <laughs> yeah, that was nice and quick. <laughs> so how you guys been doing the last couple of weeks? Oh, keeping on, keeping on? 
same as you, working, trying to assimilate back into life. Not not doing it too well, but glad to be still weaving the pattern, right? Weaving the pattern. That's what it's all about. What about you, Rich? I'm alive. Alive, getting stronger. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Definitely not dead. Yes, I have a competition in two weeks, so I'm a little <gasps> oh, I'm a little broken. Uh oh. Good luck, man. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. You got a home gym there set up to train? No, I I'm back at the gym. Okay. Yep, back I'm there. To the gym, gym, gym. <laughs> well, best, of luck. best of luck <laughs> well thank you all so it's just an empty room with a guy called Jim who shouts at Rich mm-hmm. that is right <laughs> hang on uh, wait or was that the game Hydelide anyway let's not talk about it oh, I was going to make a I was going to make a Final Fantasy 7 reference with dude doing a squat squat challenge is that what you're doing yep all day <laughs> is, it, is it still squats in the remake or is it push ups no it's squats, squats. and, and pull ups there's a second one, yeah, with Tifa and pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's not fanboyish. <laughs> well, you haven't, you haven't, have you seen the picture of the new um, Jim in the remake, Bill? Sorry, sorry to derail, but I forget his name. I forget the name of the guy who runs the gym, but the, in the remake, have you seen his likeness? No, I haven't. You need to at least Google that and look that up. It's, it's, you, you got to experience that, that character once. Right, Rich? Uh, yep. Yep. Okay, I'll assume I'll show you in the second part that she'll, uh, she'll probably join the uh, Shinra volleyball team. <laughs> oh man! So, what's been going on in the world of Wheel of Time? Well, first, heard anything? Um, we've we've had a review. Oh, that's right. I got it right here. So uh, this review comes in. So yes, thankfully, you people won't have to listen to our no review song. Thank <laughs> you very much, people. <laughs> So I won't even do an impression of it. My uh, my bills equal stay where it is for now. You you all have a reprieve for another week, and you can all thank uh, Tannis nineteen seventy seven via Apple Podcasts of America. Uh, so he says, uh, starting to catch up again. Just heard the punishment song. That was truly awful. <laughs> Job well done. Uh, I'm glad to see Robin Rich. See if Robin Rich can do worse. Uh, bet you can't. <laughs> In fact, if uh, if the other two of you. Uh, can top that, I'll donate $5 on Patreon. In any case, good show, not too raunchy. Uh, he puts in brackets, well done, Bill, for reining yourself in. Thank you very much. I'll be trying hard. <laughs> After just saying Tifa's going to join the volleyball team. Uh, good last, he says. <laughs> uh, please, more readings. Rob's comedy readings are cool, but I like the serious readings more. Uh, when you guys really get into the part, perhaps these are the favourite parts. Uh, all in all, please keep it going. So thank you, Tennis. Thank you very uh, much, whole, Tennis. Our whole audience of, uh, I think we've got three people left after the punishment song. Uh, thank oh, you as well, because they don't have to listen to uh, my Bills song. So Rich, do you want to take him up on his offer and you want to try and cover that song too? See how, see how you do? Uh, what? What song? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're part of a podcast. You realize this, right? No, I'm not. You don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> I think what he's just suggesting is we do more readings with Rob and we just don't do anything. We just, it's just you doing readings of Rob. You missed the whole, you missed the whole first part where he said he would donate $5 if you were me. Oh yeah. Of of the covering of, of, of mother. He can, he needs to up that to maybe about 25 and uh, he has a deal. I think you guys should choose a different song if you are going to do it. (laughs) How many months? Yeah. How many mother songs are there? I mean, like I said, Pink Floyd has one. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm sure we could find something. You probably yeah, should say, like I said, you should say hundreds of mothers. Wolf there, mother. That, that would be my oh, yeah, wolf mother. Wolf mother for you. Woman, tell you woman, you gotta be a woman. You got the feeling of love. <laughs> now stop taking all of our songs. Oh, damn, boy. <laughs> no one wants to hear me sing that one. That would be so high pitched. <laughs> yeah, no, wolf, wolf mother, great. I saw them live when they toured that first album. That was amazing. Oh, Very cool. So, so awesome. Um, yeah, they did a they did a cover of Communication Breakdown by Led Zeppelin as well. It was epic. Oh wow! Oh, that'd be a good one for them to do. Yeah. But anyway, um, yes. So, uh, what about Wheel of Time news? There's been some big news, guys. Have you all news, heard of a, of a little thing called the Wheel of Steve? No. No. I'm just kidding. You're our social media, no. uh, you know, response <laughs> <or> correspondent. <laughs> So, for those of you who uh, don't know, I'm sure all of you know, because this news is like three weeks old now. <laughs> um, they just released, um, uh, they released a few more actors' names. And um, even saying, like, what uh, some of their characters. I think some of them had, like, official character names as well, didn't they? I think so. But then there was one guy who was just named, and his character name was Steve. Now, okay. there is no one in the Wheel of Time books called Steve. What if they stole so, our idea and called so, the murderer Steve? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know if this guy is going to be a murderer. Uh, do you know who the guy is? It's the one he plays um, the king of uh, Rohan, is it in um, in Lord of the Rings? Films? Oh yeah, I do, I do, I can picture him yeah. very well. He's obviously he's obviously aged quite a bit since then. He's a lot more grey around the edges, but um, <clears throat> but yeah. So this is like uh, he's he played some sort of big side characters in, you know. In Lord yes. of the Rings and uh, lots of other films, he's been in loads and loads of stuff. So you can't imagine he's just going to be some sort of two-bit Bob character in the background. So there's loads of rumors flying around about what he could possibly be. Maybe now, he's Sendwee's brother, Steve Wee. <laughs> so Twitter just exploded with loads of people with their theories and like <laughs> the Twitter of Steve, <laughs> Steve of time. Um, and yeah, you know, I it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because it's um, you know, if they if they're keeping him covered up. And obviously, he's, if he's on the show now, then it must be an early-ish character. So, you know, the, um, you know, we've covered the first book now, so the speculation would be something like Beelzebub, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. got enough cachet. He's, he's not a, just a little side bit part. He's got to be someone. But isn't the first season going to be encapsulating both the first and the second book? Have they casted, oh, Lord, Ag- have they casted Lord Aglemore yet? Yeah, they probably uh, won't yeah, say that until the end. <clears throat> I thought the first season was just going to be the first book. Uh, I, unless that's changed, I could be wrong. I thought it was. I thought it was going. To, I mean, going to have, what are they going to expect to have fourteen seasons of a show? Well, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, that would be awesome. But reality must set in, and, and, and seven <laughs> is still a aggressive mark to hit. And then that would be you know, two, well, how, two books a season. How many? Se- how many seasons of um? Well, let's 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 be fair, shall we? Let's let's just say you know, book six to nine can. <laughs> no, book, that's true. Yeah, book, book six to twelve could just be like you know. <laughs> A ten-minute story of Perrin walking across some fields, uh, <laughs> a bunch of ladies having uh, Congress. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, <laughs> Congress or, co- or coitus? Uh, hey, <laughs> sorry, bring myself, bring myself. Bring um, back. Yeah. So, um, so we don't know. I mean, there is. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything because of spoilers. But there's a character who doesn't. I think he doesn't come into like book ten or eleven. Um, he's uh, involved with the Black Tower. Um, 
Okay. The actor, the actor who they named, I can't remember what his name is now, which is a shame, should have that in front of me. But he is like the spitting image of what I had that character look like in my head from when I read the books. Okay, I think I know who you're but talking about. I assume it's not going to be him um, <laughs> because he doesn't show up for like a long time. We will see him. Or shouldn't be. <sighs> but yeah, I reckon that could be the possible thing. They still, uh, so what else? They still haven't cast Rand's. Or they, I'm sorry, whoop, almost. They still haven't cast Elaine Min or um, Avienda yet, have they? I'm sure they have. It hasn't production restarted? But they haven't announced it yet. Okay, I'm pretty sure production's already started, so I'm assuming. Yeah. Sorry, to, sorry to spoil. If, if there, there will be a character called Avienda if we haven't met her yet, but sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Very sorry. All right. Uh, where are we? We're up to chapter three. I know after about two weeks off. Oh my god! Apologize for the delay. We are up to chapter three, friends and enemies. And now a word from our sponsors. Have you ever tried eating a corned beef sandwich in zero gravity? Are you a veteran of the Great Emu War of 1932? Do you long for a simpler time when the world's greatest global crisis involved horse manure? If, if the, the answer, answer to any of these questions, questions was no, then, then we, we have, have the, the podcast, podcast for you. you. Epic Fails of History. A podcast that delves into the most epic fails of, um, history. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. The only thing we have to fear is Epic Fails of History. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We've got more random tales of fail coming your way, so stay tuned for more epic fails of history. This chapter begins as where the other chapters ended. Rand is running. Yes, he is. Running as usual. See, the difference is, you know, from this with uh, this book versus, you know, Lord of the Rings, you know, they're walking. This one, they're always running. It's always running. It's always running. So yeah, he's always running. This chapter is third chapter in a row running. Uh, Rand is actually confirming what Tima told him. So the last that chapter ended with Tima hearing the bells and saying, "Oh, my little Rand, you must be very happy. The Amarin is here to see you." You know, and, and he's like, "The hell I am." He's like, "Shit." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." It's basically the whatever the wheel of blood and ashes. Yes. So he runs all throughout the castle. He checks every gate every window he even checks i think the dog the dog kennels i, I think so it, yeah yeah everything is locked up tight a quick conversation with the guards at one of the gates um you know he finds out nothing comes in nothing goes out by order most likely by order of the lord agamar himself if not by you know mother herself the avalancy one little quick note i did have was that the one little we get you know in the middle of all this main plot that goes along, Jordan likes to sprinkle little tidbits of knowledge to remind everybody of the different areas and stuff. So he's meeting with the guards at the gate and the guards start to give him crap for his longbow. And this is kind of a little bit of a, of a theme that kind of will be peppered in throughout the whole series. Um, longbow is the preferred weapon of the two rivers. And it's funny because the guy's giving him crap. That bow is way too big for you. You wouldn't be able to handle a bow like that. And you got to use one, you know, shorter, more compact, you know, better, you know, better, you know, taut lines and all that. And, and Rand thinks this is 
this is a bow. This is a normal bow. This is what we normally use. I'm not sure what you guys are talking about. Um, but it's one of those things where you start to piece certain aspects with certain nations and two rivers are known for their marksmanship with the longbow. So this is one of those spots where he takes a chance to cover that information in. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> he does. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. I think it w- in the first book, didn't Matt, Matt shot a trollic for riding on horseback or something like that, right? Yes, he did. Even- uh, the big battle on whether you're being chased to the fields. Yes. Even land compliments. You know, if you keep if you keep up with that kind of bow work, we might make it out of here yet. Mm-hmm. He does a pretty good job with it. He can't, <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. They hunt rabbits and other things in the uh, in Emmons Field. So yep. yeah, it makes sense. Expert marksman. Expert marksman. That is correct. <laughs> so I after he's you know already like I said he's checked all the windows, all the doors, everything's barred, the dog kennels, everything. He then starts to get you know gets the wild idea to, to throw a rope out the window and climb down. So then he looks out the windows and he looks straight down and he sees a pit of spikes. He's like, that's really good for keeping Trollocs out <laughs> and keeping me in, it looks like. <laughs> so out the yeah, window. Not, not quite a Disney nope. film here, is it? Yeah, I know. So now he's feeling truly, truly trapped. He's, he's here. So now if he can't flee, he's got to hide. And he starts to, he starts to, Inner turmoil, inner turmoil. Um, he's his his thoughts are like the ambulance seat is here to get him. He doesn't understand what it is. Why would she come for him? He didn't mean to channel. It was an accident. I did it one time. The only reason they bring the head muckety muck of the White Tower here is to gentle him. Gentle yeah, how would she know? The the thing he doesn't understand is how would she know that? But he then did again, it? how would she know? But then I Sedai, he still doesn't know anything. I could just keep boil it up to I Sedai ways that they they can do it and one thing he's learned about gentle men he listened to, to uh when tom was talking about um his nephew when when a man when a man who can channel gets gentled or has the ability to to, to, to do magic taken away from him they lose all just they lose their identity they 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 become a shell of their former selves and they just have to stop having the will to live and that's what happened to to is it owen um, his his nephew. So it happened to uh, Tom's nephew. So Rand goes from fear to panic to just, oh my God, I'm dying. She's going to kill me. This is insane. And he, and he, and he now has to go hide. He's running. It's the theme of, the, theme of this first few chapters of him. He's wandering around aimlessly, thinking about how his, he's just doomed to this to this sullen life. He's going to be a shell of himself. He can't do it. And then he starts to have a feel of presence. So it's what you could say, a presence of something watching him. It's, you know? a, it's, it's rich. It's rich. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yep. I, I know whenever I have the voice in my head, it, it sounds just like Rich. What? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why that is. Eh, it's okay. <laughs> Go to sleep. It's okay. I'm always ready like Robert. That's true. So... First, we get what he had the wind wall when he was training with um, Lan. And now the Amaryllin seat's here. That was messed up. Yep. <laughs> and now some unseen watcher. He's like, what the hell is going on around here? All this weird crap's now happening in Rand. And it's all his whole psyche, all these things are just kind of whirlwind inside him. And he's going batshit crazy, for lack of a better term. I feel it. 
I feel him, man. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm going crazy on Rand for half just reading this. <laughs> that shit, crazy. I know. It's like one after the other, the other, the other. So as he's making his way around the, around the fortress, he comes across some soldiers playing dice. And as we're going to learn, where there's dice, there is Matt. There is Matt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hang up for a sec, but thank you. <laughs> That's uh, right. It's a dramatic pause. I like to think. <laughs> thank you. Um, Parent and Loyal are there too. So this is more of Jordan sprinkling in the reintroduction of characters, how he did in the first couple of chapters where, he'll, where he's training with Land. Don't forget Land's part of the story. You know, he goes into his room, grabs the cloak from Tom. Oh, Tom, yeah, I remember Tom, you know. And this is him, yeah. oh, that's right. He has his two buddies and, and then Loyal here too. So, you know, that's right. I yeah, lo- about Loyal that. being here in his moment seems very shoe, like shoehorned in. Mm, kinda, <laughs> because yeah, Dice isn't the kind of a uh, thing Loyal would be into. But one note I have on here, and once again, another another future uh, reference, Matt is winning at dice. Dot, 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 go figure. It's another general theme. Matt is uncannily good at dice. Or does he cheat? I always thought, if, if I ever met Matt, buddy, we're heading to Vegas now. But that was he, my thought. Yeah, he might and be a cheat, yeah. though. I, we can, I can confirm, Rich, Matt is not cheating. He is not. Mm-hmm. He's just a lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> As we uh, will learn. Yeah, some may say the devil's own luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the dark, oh, sorry, the dark one's own luck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that out loud. <laughs> so as he's making this, he's, he's, making, he's trying to talk with his friend. He's trying to calm himself down. Um, Brand makes it clear he is looking to leave. And then Matt, Perrin, and Loyal are like, okay, man, we can... Maybe head over to this country to do this. Oh, I heard an alien they're talking about the hunt. Uh, maybe we could even head over here to do this. And yeah, so, they're trying to be the good supportive friend. They are. They? They're being and, excellent uh, supportive friends. And Rand just decides, I'm going to be a complete dick. Well, dude, I literally have here, Rand activates dick mode. <laughs> dick mode activated. Hell, that's, I know. What, that's, a, that's something else. I, I had a whole <laughs> I had an old buddy in college that when he would want to you know, break up with his significant other, He'd say, Rob, I got to go activate dick mode now. I can't be around here anymore. <laughs> That's basically what Rand was doing. I like Rand, that idea. <laughs> Rand is scathing. Sorry, sorry guys, I got to have the weekend off. I'm in dick mode. I'm in dick mode, sorry. Do, do it your own damn self. <laughs> He's scathing. He rips Matt. He rips Perrin a new one. Perrin is dejected, you know. Perrin wasn't making much eye contact since the end of the first book, but now it's, you could tell. His head's down, he can't do it. And Matt, and this the biggest burn Matt gives Rand is instead of calling him Rand, he just refers to him as Althor. You know, those are these are two of the closest buddies, and he's like, all right, whatever, Althor. And that was more like a dig at anything because he knew that was a personal shot, not to prefer to him by his first name. Hmm. And then Rand rips into Loyal, which is just the most ungodly thing. Who, who could ever fathom Loyal, the sweetest, gentlest guy you've ever met, and and he. Just tears him a new one too. I was, I was going to break into the BFG song, but then I suddenly couldn't remember it. <laughs> Better off. Think about bubbles. <laughs> oh God! That's right. You had two young girls. That that movie right up their alley, wasn't it? Yeah, it won't, won't be long. Yeah. <laughs> Mo, Moana's the flavor of the month at the moment. Oh no! Thank you. Watched Frozen two the other day. Thankfully, it didn't seem to set in. So that's good. <laughs> well, my kids I like when, when Nemo came out. That was my kids' big go-to. Yeah, we were um, last night uh, just before bedtime. We were dancing around the bedroom, 
listening to one of the songs from Moana and I was thinking, God, in my twenties, if I knew I was going to be dancing around with exactly. a three-year-old listening to Dwayne Johnson, the rock <laughs> <laughs> singing in this song, it's just like, I'd be like, Bill, you've clearly gone insane. <laughs> it's time to get the men with the white coat. <laughs> the only thing that would make it better is tell me that you were singing into a hairbrush as a microphone. He probably was. Uh, oh, I was not. Me. There is oh. only one hairbrush in the household and it is, um, it is precious. Oh. <laughs> it shall not be sung into like a mic. Oh, that would have been, that that would have been best. As, as was written during the third age. <laughs> an age yet to come. Or an age that's already been. age yet to pass. The age <laughs> of the lone hairbrush. That's right. <laughs> so The hairbrush of time. <laughs> the hairbrush triangle. The wheel weaves into the bristles of my hairbrush. Okay, yes. okay. I could go on forever. <laughs> so... As Rand is ripping Loyal, he knows he he knows that he's being bad for doing this, and he knows that Loyal absolutely does not deserve this. But the other Borderlanders who are playing dice looked at Rand like, "You're an asshole," because to them, Ogier are revered for their craftsmanship masonry. The yeah, I, I, I expect to him to like get their bats and start hitting him at this point. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, he may have just saved their ass at Tarwin's Gap, but you're a dick. What just say to that all year? Yeah, but they don't know that he. Oh, we're. No, I'm sorry. I was gonna say they don't know what Rand did at Tarwin Gap, no, but no, they, they just, know he was with like Moraine's was there. group. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, exactly. No, no, not not. They don't know. No one really knows what that guy, who that person was, who showed up and did all that uh, stuff. But okay. But because he was with Moraine, and everyone associates that whatever happened there was to do with Moraine, they're like, oh yeah, you must have really helped us out. Yep. Yep. Just to clarify. <laughs> so he storms off from their crew and we know the reason why Rand was like that because he had to do this alone anybody who followed him is in dire straits and he didn't want to deal with that <clears throat> excuse me so who's the next person he comes across well he comes across Egwene Egwene that's right he meets up he meets up with the mayor's daughter and he decides to activate dick mode again and... <laughs> I definitely would if I met Egwene I mean um... <laughs> he takes shots in her hair Sorry, we're on dick mode again. <laughs> Hang on, I'm taking shots. Hang on, he's taking shots. What is happening? We just crossed over some... We, we just went down the rabbit hole there. Sorry, I was told to rein it in, so I'm just suddenly Here's like... Here's the ropes. Pulling you back. The seams are coming back. apart. I'm pulling you back. <laughs> but it's funny, it's funny the level of dick he does go because he, he insults her hair. In my worst mood ever, I This is I kidding me. Never, this is kidding me. How am I supposed to hold this in when you keep saying <laughs> He's a dick with her hair? <laughs> oh my god. The amount, the amount of dick he's got. <laughs> uh, I can't even remember what you just said. It just kills me. <laughs> She's like, I just, I've got so many double entendres that I just want to say to you. <laughs> I know. I, 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 <laughs> Sorry. Calm, he goes on to down. accuse calm. he goes on to accuse Egwene of being in alignment with the Amaral Seat and help to capture Rand. And he's gone and, paranoid. Well, here's the, the here's the beautiful thing, and this would be a great scene too uh, if the TV show does go with it. Egwene hears all this, and her instinct is not to yell back, is not to storm away, but she just leaves with the shoulder and tackles him to the ground, and that's and sit on. Him. That's right. <laughs> she knocks him over and sits on him, and she says, "My mom always told me if a boy is being so stubborn, the only way to get him listen is to sit on him, or something like that." Stop it, Bill. I know you're trying. Stop it. I don't think that's what she meant by sit on him. Stop it, Bill. Stop it. I didn't say anything about sitting on his dick mode. I didn't say Where's that. Where's my brown paper bag? Where's my brown paper bag? <laughs> she goes, this way he can't escape when a woman's trying to talk some sense into him. 
Oh, wait, I, I have another note here, but I'm not even going to say it now. <laughs> Welcome to the Wheel Time Podcast, where we talk dirty the whole time. Oh, Thanks to Bill. One. Sometimes you got to ride that mule. Nope. You got to ride that Bella. <laughs> Pardon me while I turn my page. Please. Open. Okay. <laughs> Riding mules. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's... That's something that we're not supposed to look at. Okay, shocked at Egwene's tackling ability, Rand tries to threaten her with the one power. I'm going to do it, which Egwene immediately laughs off. You have no idea what you're doing, Rand. I have been trained by Moraine Sedai, you know, and you have no and clue what no you're doing. You stupid sheep. Yeah, I don't have any. I can light a, I can light a candle for a second, but hey, you're a stupid sheep herder. But Egwene is able to see through Rand's dick mode and well, she, like, she even sets a torch on fire, doesn't she, to prove that she's got more control than him. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. that was kind of a cool scene, too. But she sees right through Rand. She's like, I know what you're doing. I know why you did it to them, to the boys. It's not going to work on me. I know you're trying to protect your friends. So Egwene says, well, if you can't run, let's hide. Maybe the Emerald Seat is here for Moraine and not Rain. That was her other... That was her other um, Aspect is maybe it's not, not everything revolves around stupid men. Maybe she's here to see Moraine. Who knows? So we start finding different hiding spots, and the first one she goes is the dungeon. She, she's like the dungeon. Who's doing a dungeon? Oh, then I go down there. She goes, I go down there all the time. I meet up with Pad and Fane. He's 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 very lucid. And we have he tells me good stories about the tours. It makes me feel like home. She's like, what? Why, that guy's a crazy madman now. Why he he sent you know Trollocs and Kevin's to our village. He says, I know, I know, and and you know he makes me feel like home. He makes me miss home. And as they're making their way down, and this is where Egwene, you can tell Egwene is well on the path to 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 Isadiehood. She because did Brandon asked her, did you ever get permission to visit Padden Fane? And she's like well, they never told me I couldn't do it, which is the perfect. It's true. It's, it's true. double think, isn't it? That, that <laughs> it's double before double think. <laughs> yep, exactly. No one said I couldn't do it, so no I wasn't explicitly. So exactly. <laughs> so fuck it. Uh, I said, I said, I said, oh yes, Eggman will make a fine Aes Sedai with that double, with that double, double speak. Mm -hmm. So, one thing we notice is Eggman does comment that the dungeon guards are normally more jovial. But today they are just outright mean and nasty. So I forget that I forget the names of the dungeon guards, but she said normally she'll come down and have a little rapport with them. They'll crack jokes, and then she'll go on to. This has a very Silence of the Lambs feel to me, and I think this book was written around the same time, or released around the same time as that movie. So it wasn't like he stole that vision from the movie. This is just happens to be very similar to that, where she's going down the dark call. All these cells are on the one side, and, and Patton's on the end of the end of the end of the row, doing some crochet. Well, and in like Silence of the Lambs, he's standing there waiting for, her, expecting, as if yeah. you know he knew it was going to happen. He must be in regal mode. Yes, it's very. <laughs> Fane gives a very compelling Hannibal Lecter impersonations. He seems to have been expecting Egwene and Rand's visit. It's like it's almost like he knew where Rand was knew he was coming but then he yes. does <laughs> he was correct yeah. so upon seeing Rand, Fane begins to chant like the dark friends at, at Boar's tea party 
just you know I give my pledge of allegiance. Blah, 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 blah. However, Fane includes more death and talks about more death from Sheraluga. I, I don't know if we've the books or we've gone into this, but they tried Mordeth and Shadar Logoth is a different kind of evil than Trollocs and Kevins and the Dark One, correct? Mm. Yep. So. Yes, they are their own. They are their own things, basically. Because um, I mean, yeah, that's why even the uh, Trollocs wouldn't go into Shadar Logoth. Yes, <laughs> because they were scared of what was in there. <laughs> so that was just like yeah, its own manifestation of evil by itself. Please reference Bill. Readings, Tellings of the Wheel, Part 2. Was Part 2 <laughs> or Part 1? Part 2. One was Manetherin, Part 2 was Shara Luga. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because yeah, the, first, the first one was about... Um, yeah, first one was Mount Ephraim, the second one was Shadow Luga. Yeah. But yeah. the thing to note is, as Padden does his kind of litany to the Dark One, he includes, he includes Mordeth and Shara Luga. That's something of note. Yeah. Soon comes the day all shall be free, even you and even me. Soon comes the day I shall die. Surely you, but never I. <laughs> He's one creepy fuck. Then, <laughs> you know, Egwin comments to Ranza that Fane has had good days and bad days, but this is one of the worst days she's seen from him. She's like, Yeah, I think this is our cue to make like a tree and get out of here. Yeah, he's definitely gone completely mad today. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely not one of the good days. We're not going to yeah. get any jo- jovial stories about two rivers. And Yeah, McGuane's like, eh, this is a bad idea. Yeah, bad idea. <laughs> so what? she comes up with an even better hiding place. The women's <laughs> quarters. Which is a great place to be. Let's just, yeah. let's just go Why there. Why do you think of that first time? Yeah, let's go see the man-man in the dungeon. Or I could just go to your room. <laughs> well, mode activated. You know, Rand, Rand's probably thinking I'd rather stay here but then you know he's like she just wants to put me in embarrassing situations that's the only reason she's doing this duh next she's like well I could hide you in the uh, in the bathhouse I could hide you <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what's worse but. yeah and then as, as they're leaving uh, good old Padden Fane just shouts after them it's never over L4 never 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 never, never. <laughs> And that brings a close to the chapter. So at least this time, Rand did not end the chapter running, unless you found <laughs> him walking briskly away from Pad and Fane. Um, let's just let's just say he's just hopping away really fast. <laughs> he's skipping. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's going to the women's cause, I'd be like, <laughs> skipping the jump. <laughs> um, yeah. What so, what did you guys think of the chapter? Um, I, it's a good chapter. Like I said, we're still kind of in introductory mode. Like I said, again, with meeting Pad and Fane, it's more sprinkling of. of reintroduction of characters but i think the yeah. part with Egwene and rain was the best part where you know you're being a dick let me tackle you to the ground and sit on you <laughs> yeah that was funny i mean uh, i like i like yes. all the stuff with loyal as well because he's often talking about um <clears throat> he talks a lot about you be you guys being tardier um because he's basically just gonna he's basically just tells him at this point like i'm gonna stick to you guys like glue because this is fantastic i'm having all a some shit's about to happen and i want to be there <laughs> yeah. when it does shit's going down i'm gonna be there <laughs> Scratching my ears. I read my book. <laughs> Writing in my book. Yeah, and then we get the craziness of Padden Fane and how he's kind of like even the guards standing near him are beginning to feel his darkness and it puts him into bad moods. Exactly. It's crazy stuff. Bad times, bad times. Hmm. He's like Dennis Hopper. Bad times happening, man. It's all <laughs> coming down on you, man. Yeah, so that will lead us into next week's chapter of chapter four, Summoned. Dum-da-dum. Summoned. <laughs> but first, well, 
right now yep. we go to readings, right? Yep, readings with Roberto. Roberto. Roberto Carlos. And now, the Taveren present to you Readings with Rob. Chapter 3. Friends and Enemies. But if the gates are barred, Matt said, how do we get out? Bran stared at him. We? He had to go alone. It would be dangerous for anyone near him eventually. He would be dangerous. And even Marraine could not tell him how long he had. Matt, you know you have to go to Tarvalon with Marraine. She said that's the only place where you can be separated from that bloody dagger without dying. And you know what will happen if you keep it. Matt touched the coat over the dagger, not seeming to realize what he was doing. And I said I's gift is bait for the fish, he quoted. Well, maybe I don't want to put the hook in my mouth. Maybe whatever she wants to do in Tarvalon is worse than if I don't go at all. Maybe she's lying. The truth an I said I tells is never the truth you think it is. You have any more old sayings you want to rid yourself of? Rad asked. A south wind brings a warm guest, a north wind an empty house. A pig painted gold is still a pig? What about talk shears no sheep? A fool's words are dust? Easy, Rand, Perrin said softly. There's no need to be so rough. Isn't there? Maybe I don't want you two going with me. Always hanging around, falling into trouble and expecting me to pull you out. You ever think of that? Burn me! Did it ever occur to you I might be tired of always having you there whenever I turn around? Always there, and I'm tired of it. The hurt on Perrin's face cut him like a knife, but he pushed on relentlessly. There are some here think I'm the Lord. A Lord. Maybe I like that. But look at you. Dicing with stable hands? Where I go, I go by myself. You two can go to Tarvalon or go hang yourselves, but I leave here alone. Matt's face had gone stiff, and he clutched the dagger through his coat till his knuckles were white. That's how you want it? He said coldly. I thought we were... However you want it, Althor. But if I decide to leave at the same time you do, I'll go. And you can stand clear of me. Nobody's going anywhere, Perrin said. If the gates are barred... He was staring at the floor again. Laughter rolled from the gamblers against the wall as someone lost. Go or stay, Loyal said, together or apart. It doesn't matter. You are all three Tavirin. Even I can see it, and I don't have that talent. Just by what happens around you. And Marain Sedai says it too. Matt threw up his hands. No more, Loyal. I don't want to hear about that anymore. Loyal shook his head. Whether you hear it or not, it is still true. The wheel of time weaves the pattern of the age, using the lives of men for thread. And you three are Taviren. Center points of the weaving. No more, Loyal. For a time, the wheel will bend the pattern around you three. 
whatever you do. And whatever you do is more likely to be chosen by the wheel than by you. Tavirin pull history along behind them and shape the pattern just by being. But the wheel weaves Tavirin on a tighter line than other men. Wherever you go, and whatever you do, until the wheel chooses otherwise, you will- No more! Matt shouted. The men dicing looked around, and he glared at them until they had bent back to their game. I am sorry, Matt. Loyal rumbled. I know I talk too much. But I did not mean- I'm not staying here, Matt told the rafters. With a big mouth, old dear, and a fool whose head is too big for a You coming, Perrin? Perrin sighed and glanced at Rand, then nodded. Rand watched them go with the stick caught in his threat. I must go alone. Light help me. I have to. That was Readings with Rob. If there's a passage in an upcoming chapter you wish to have read on the podcast, simply tweet us at TavirenPod with your request. And that was Readings with Robert. <laughs> That's now, me. I, I wonder if you're going to take that one seriously or comedically. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I took a serious part. I do. Good, I do. Good, good. Yep. yep. <laughs> good. As long as we listen to everybody. <laughs> we could choose to ignore them later. But... <laughs> but like, At least I one said, like I said before, every opportunity uh, that I can to read more, or, uh, Land Nynaeve, I'm doing it. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, that brings an end to this week's episode. So, guys, remember, please show your love by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever podcasting apps uh, you've got. Um, if you do it on an obscure one, please let me know. <laughs> I'm kind of trying to cover the big ones that I know of. Uh, but, yeah, if you, do, if you do leave us a review, you can even review, leave us a review via email at email, uh, yep. tarvrianpod at gmail.com. Discord reviews work as well. Yeah, Discord reviews, yeah, we, we will accept that. And you know, anything not to listen to me sing Mother by Dan Danzig over and over again. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll get it next week, people. You've only got a week. <laughs> Speaking Don't. of Discord, you can join our Discord and chat Don't. to us. No, no one else does. <laughs> oh, so de- such a depressing place. People join. I see it. People join regularly and no one ever says it. We got a, we got a shout out from another Discord server, the, the um, Wheel of Time Trivia Discord. They yes, gave us a shout is. out. And I think we got a couple... couple uh, people popping in from there so yeah, instantly left <laughs> like, this place sucks <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was talking about shutting it down the other day i still i still might because uh, we we do we do have an open discord spot on the network server so we could technically bring people over there but we'll have to talk about it <laughs> but yeah you know you guys can also reach out to us on twitter and join the conversation of steve at Talavir and pod um, I don't think we have any particular network events, but if you are in the state of Maine, I don't think it's official yet, but I'm pretty sure um, friend of the show, Pete um, Bourgelais, has won the seat to sit as a uh, Republican. Woohoo, Steve! For his, uh, for his local, um, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't understand American politics. <laughs> I don't we either. don't understand. Yeah, we don't understand it either. <laughs> Trump's in office. No one knows anything. But yeah, he's, kidding, he's won the right to sit for his party. So congratulations. Congrats. 
Uh, we're also on YouTube. You can find us there at Tarviran uh, and subscribe and join the conversation there. So, yeah, so many places you can uh, show us love and support. I need a drink, guys. I'm very Patreon. Thirsty. You have bonus Patreon, Patreon stuff, right? Oh, yeah, loads, loads of bonus Patreon stuff. Yeah, you get to hear our preamble um, and any other junk that I put on there. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Bill. I, I put you maybe like a seven, seven and a half out of ten on the uh, branch meter. But hey. Right. I, 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 I goated you a few times. It's, it's all good. I think I reached an eight when we had a little, uh, a little reference to bestiality. So, um. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. On that note, definitely time for a drink. Yeah, Rich, I, I need some Bollinger. Lose money to dice at Matt. That's where I'm headed. <laughs> I just handed my money and I walked on through the dice anyway. I handed the money first, then rolled the dice because I know it's not going <laughs> to. Go there for a hundred bucks at him and said, "I'm not even going to bother." Here, take it, <laughs> throw the dice, and just walk away, not even look. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Bye, Renel. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. As we march further on into the adventures of the Great Hunt, we take a quick peek into each of the minds of the three farm boys from Two Rivers, to see where their heads are at at the moment. Wow, Perrin is so good talking to women. The way he handled Eggwing, I wish I could do that. Man, I wish I was as good at women as Perrin. Man, Rand seems to know what he's talking about with them women. I wish I was able to be as good talking with women as he is. Man, I see Rand and I see Perrin and the way that they're talking to women. Boy, I wish I could talk to women like that. The only thing I'm good at is making women mad. I only make women pissed off. Matt really has a way with women. I don't know how he gets away with it, but I wish I had that same ability to talk to women like he does. I can't believe the way Matt talked to that woman. It worked out beautifully. I, I just I just get stuck in my words and, and, and they think I'm just slow, but man, Matt really has a way with the women. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.